podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Good evening and welcome to the Red Reaction from the LFC Day Trippers. I'm your host Keith and tonight I'm joined by Grizz and Gar to discuss the FA Cup third round match between Aston Villa's under 13s and Liverpool's fourth team. It was a, a, a match of many talking points, many, I won't say many highs, but highs, lows and, and plenty in between. Um, Grizz, I'll start with you. How are you my friend and how did you find that game? I'm good. I'm good. Um, normally, we normally we 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 refrain from doing instant match reactions because the passions yeah are still emotions. running high. The emotions are still running high, and I was just telling you guys off air that you know it's amazing what this football team does to us. You know, people that have been chatting to years on Twitter losing their shit either way. You know. Either saying that it's the worst team they've ever seen and what's going on with this team and we're not going to finish top four. Or the absolute, you know, the ones that are sitting in King Kenny's clouds that are saying there's nothing wrong. We're absolutely fine. You know, keep talking about the past. Look what we've achieved. And I think there's a, you know, you tried to... There's 19 league titles. You try to find a balance. You try to find a balance as much as you can. But this this game is so emotional, isn't it? This, this the sport of football is so emotional. You very rarely be able to sort of find a, a find a, um, a middle a middle ground somewhere. But yeah, I suppose we can start talking about. Or we will get into sort of oh. the highs and lows of the games. And but yeah, apart from that, it's great to talk to you. And, and shoot Garvey, you much, yeah. yeah, the best people, the two most loveliest people to talk to after a game. So it should be football fine. Men. If yeah, say, that's it. say it's a football men show. Me and Gab would have fallen out today. So you know, me and nice, nice and rational here today. Yeah, exactly. So we can we can keep it basic. <laughs> and Gar, how about yourself? How are you feeling after that? Nervy. Um, how did you find it? How how's the how's the hard? Near, it was nervy. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. When, when I went to one, okay, listen, well now we're gonna go into the the, the X's and O's of the game. But listen, it, I was nervy. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. We've come through a, a shitty patch of form. Still going through it um, until we play another. Um, it, it, it was it was it was hard to watch at times. As I said, now we're gonna get into it. And we'll talk more about the way we played in that first half, etc. But as I said to you at the start, a huge credit to them kids in that first half. Yeah. Um, their, their, their shape is impeccable. Um, obviously, I mean, you walk in that area. Uh, uh, 
their, their shape was impeccable. Yeah. Their energy was impeccable at times. Um, listen, they were, they were going to run out of steam because no, no bunch of 18-year-olds, or four, sorry, 13-year-olds are going to keep that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now I have to say, real, real credit to them kids. I, I, I tweeted already, huge, huge effort from them first yeah. half and they did tire it out and you know we'll we'll go into the crux of air changes i suppose in a few minutes but now listen it's a good result in the end but it wasn't heavy i have to say the first half yeah i think jürgen klopp touched on it didn't he at the start when he said um we were in a sort of a, a no win situation because you know what could we do we had to prepare for that game like as if we were playing aston villa's first team we yeah. needed air players to get uh, match fitness to get cobwebs and if that had been the Villa Force team that probably would have been the team that played in anyway but to motivate themselves when they got out there it, it's been an issue all season hasn't it getting getting out to a fast start and not capitalising Grizzle come to you on this like how do you think you know that with the start the way the game went did you think we started brightly did you think we obviously started brightly but yeah you know, we scored an early goal, but we don't really punish them afterwards. How did you think the, the, the team looked from the off? So, look, the team the team was strong. Let's not make any bones about it. And we understand that Klopp had already picked the team, thinking that it's going to be Villa's stronger team. He didn't know until hours before that it's going to be a bunch of kids. And he obviously says that the tactics and everything were in place and we couldn't have changed it. So that's absolutely fair enough. Me personally, I had the issue with Fabinho. I didn't have no issue with Hendo playing or Mane and Salah and everyone else. And the reason why I had an issue with Fabinho is pretty straightforward. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to work out that he's our only centre-back. He's our only first-team centre-back. And he's not even a centre-back, if you know what I mean. Um, You know, fit and available. And I just thought um, he shouldn't have been played uh, in this game because you try to minimise the chance of injury or or the risk of injury as much as you can. And I know you can pick up an injury in training. I know you can pick up an injury running for a bus at the same time. Yes, but what you do, there's levels of risk that you take. And playing him against eager um, 18, 20-year-olds, you know, that want to maybe sort of leave a mark and going to be rushing into tackles, you know, I just think, from a personal point of view, that's the only issue I had with the selection. Um, apart from that, it was a strong team. Jones um, needed to play in this game. And, you know, he's been playing like um, he's God's gift last few games. And I thought he carried on. I thought he was shambles. I thought he was shambolic, embarrassing. I thought Curtis Jones was in that half. I thought he 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 proper just you know smell himself there and thought yeah I'm the I'm the you know I'll teach these kids but you you got to put the hard graft in you got to be efficient with your passes the pace the tempo of the game he had a point to prove a lot of players had not points to prove before everyone jumps in but sort of they had to improve on their own levels each individual had to improve on their own levels and if they improved on their own levels then usually the team does well. You know, we know Salah's levels are below what he would expect. Mane's, mm. Henderson's, uh, even Genie's dropped off. But, you know, Genie, you know, you can make a slight excuse for Genie that he's run like 15 marathons already. Yeah. But I just thought we got the goal, lovely goal. 
brilliant header from Sadio. We know he's brilliant in the air, but I thought we were far too casual. I, I don't think it was the right attitude in that first half. I thought we treated it like a training session when we shouldn't have. And I get what you're saying about it's very difficult to raise yourself. I don't think it should have been because of the previous three games that we've had. In a normal situation, I, I totally accept that it's very, sometimes it can get difficult to raise yourself when you're playing against kids. I get yeah. that. Um, but for the team in the position that they've been in, on the back of the results, I thought they should have gone guns blazing like they kind of did at the start of the second half. Mm. So, you know, to me, that first half was abysmal. Yeah, um, Ramez Khalil throws in a super chat. Thanks very much, Ramez. Um, what do you think we should do with Hendo for Man U? Play him in midfield or centre-back? Also, where are we so impotent attacking-wise? Just cross and inshallah. Gar, what would you do? What do you think? Uh, I, I know Gav has, uh, has made the point to where he goes goes to the right-hand side, I suppose, against United. They will have a bit of pace coming that, down that side. If Trent starts, his form has been a bit worrying at the moment, I suppose, hasn't it? So, you know, you're gonna need Henderson to co- to possibly cover that side. I think I think that midfield possibly names itself, lads, Genie, Thiago and Henderson. Uh, I thought Thiago when he came on last night just strolled around the park. I thought he was absolutely tr- uh, an absolute joy to watch um, as 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 a midfielder. Uh, doing all the things right he needed to. I'm going back to Grace's points there. You know. There's a lot of there's a lot of balance and there's a fine line with confidence and the way the way we're going into this and and a possible joint killing, which which has happened many many times over the years with big teams and, and not smaller sides but um I suppose so sides like that tonight it could have happened like let's let's be honest uh, the way that first half has gone but they were going to tour if that was a lower league side uh, maybe they've got a bit more intensity about their energy levels etc but they were bound to tour. The, the one thing I will say in that first half is Villa's shape was impeccable at times. Um, yeah. And we really, really, really struggled um, going back to Chris's point. We we went back to that side-to-side stuff. Um, this this lumping balls uh, from the wing into the box when they had numerous... Uh, yeah, these these little floaties. Uh, and they lads jumping out like fish just dying yeah. to hit it. Um, it is ridiculous and we, we reverted to that type a few times in, in previous games as well um, and, and it's awful to look at because we haven't got anyone in there we know obviously Sadio gets that, that hazard as, as Grace says but we've no one in there that's going to you know feed off them all day long yeah, um, you don't have any Carroll up there you know what I mean that's, I that's saying, a lovely yeah, point yeah, where, uh, where he wants it there's not, yeah, not that yeah, your chance your pure chance in your arm if you're lumping balls into the box like that all the time and I know we're trying to break down down that shape of theirs right but we did it in the second half. We got the ball down. We played little intricate passes around around their centre halves, around their deep line midfielder, and we just didn't do that in the first half. Yeah. And we, with that midfield, we had it was there, the tempo, guy. It was the tempo of the pass. It was slow, the, it, it was and way I, I too slow, and it was. And yeah, but Chris, it's been we, the same. It's been the same for the last few games, and we, you'd expect we are taking far too many touches around the box. You take extra touches around the box. The first thing that happens is you allow someone a chance to nick a ball off you, and they did it time after time in that first half tonight. And it's happened time in the last few games. Salah is beginning to really, really annoy me in that position. Your man Raul had him in his pocket for the first half, yeah, because yeah, he knew how to play him on the outside all the time. Yeah, 
Really was frustrating there. Jimmy Nizzle throws in a, a super chat. Thanks very much, Jimmy. Klopp and Liverpool play the game of football. Liverpool fans have done nothing but praise the Villa lads. Yeah, all rival fans are having a meltdown. Haha. <laughs> and look, Grizz Gar has touched on it there. Villa played very well. They they held a good shape. They scored a deserved goal for you know Absolutely. not for their play. Let's say not for their step to play. Not like they had us under pressure. Right? Not saying that, mm. but they got a nice goal, a deserved goal. 18, 19 year olds, you know, all joking aside, very inexperienced team. The game sort of went, Grizz, nearly like our game with them last year when we had to send our kids in. The, the young lads done well. And then as the game went on, the Villa senior lads, now I know it was a change Villa team last year, but they just put us to the sword and their boys ran out of steam. And it was a similar sort of thing today. Yeah, was, yeah no, no, absolutely. They got a goal and fair play to them. From a from a Villa point of view, they should be proud of themselves as a club yeah. for making sure the, the the game went ahead. They didn't moan about it or try to get it postponed or cancelled or whatever. They put out a set of lads that absolutely done the the club proud. Um, you could see the attitude of the kids was amazing. Um, they're up against some of the best players in their position in the world, in yeah. Salah and Mane. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you know they're up against the one of the you know most coveted midfields, you know, like sort of in, in terms of, um, you know, a captain of a champions winning uh, team, a Premier League team in Jordan Henderson, Gini Wijnaldum, the machine, you know. So they done themselves proud. Absolutely. They done what they had to do. There's absolutely no doubt about that. My criticism lies with we didn't do what we had to do, what we should have done. There's no way. There's no way. And, I, you know, I'm still fuming from that first half, not the fact that I ever had any doubts that we're going to win the game. You know, you guys touched upon something that you were nervous. I wasn't nervous at all. It didn't get nervy for me at all. It was pure frustration that led to anger. I knew we we're going to win, you know, in the end, 3-1-4-1, you know. Um, but it was the attitude and the tempo of the of our play in that first half that you was thinking, my God, imagine this against Man United. And, you know, let's be real. We're gearing up for that game. That is the game of our season. It's it's gearing up to be one of the most a and imp, I was going to say one of the most important in Klopp's Liverpool career. No, I won't overreact. But it's it's gearing up to be a massive, huge game against an informed Man United who will be, you know, absolutely geared up for it as well. It's going to be you know two teams going for each other and. You know, the way that Aston Villa defended is is nothing new to us. It shouldn't be nothing new to us. You know, we're saying like, oh, we've done the side. We do the side to side. We do the possession. We, we shift teams from side to side. And we know they're going to tire in the second half. And that's where we capitalize. That's been our game plan for, for, for two, three years now. We tire teams out. Hence how we score so many late goals, etc. Because teams are knackered when they're chasing leather for that amount of time. But... It shouldn't be the tactic to employ against 18, 19 year olds. You should have far more variety than in your game than to use those same tactics that you're using against some premiership teams. That was my. Yeah. And people say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69 or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.
And a good point there, Grizz, as well, because it's all well and good, as, as Gar said, going from side to side. When you have Trent or you have Robbo that have the absolute pinpoint delivery that they switch, the whole point of that tactic is you deal with quick and you have to shift across and you have to shift and you shift and you shift. And every time you shift, you get tired and you lose your shape. Nico Williams has no um, ability to do that. It's not dig at Nico Williams. He's, he's, you know, he's a, a fullback who likes to attack. He's not able to hit you know, 40-yard rakers across the field, 50-yarders into the run of the, the opposite winger. He's not able to do that. James Milner playing on his weaker side isn't able to do that. He, do you know what I mean? Like, So we didn't have the players to deal with, so I don't know why we were even even contemplating that today. But it was one of them, as we said, it was it was a hard one. You know, if you're Sadio Mane and you're, um, you know, Gini Wijnaldum, Fabinho, you're going into that game and you know... We can't go hell for letter. We we can't. I know it sounds stupid, but we're playing a lot of big kids here. We we, you know, could they have been more clinical? We should have been, you know. But I can sort of understand, not understand, but I can sort of get it into my head why we were a bit off the pace that we weren't going full pelt. You know, it was a league footballers against a youth team. It was a very hard one to to really um, get the head around and I can't even put it into words now I just thought it was it was a very sloppy performance but we got off to a good start guard the goal it's a good header from from Sadio isn't it it's 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 a nice goal gets a whack yeah, of the ribs on the blade really good header um, I, I think the cross was was out of this world but uh, as Grizz touched on after he does that cross I think he's gone off and he's He's thinking, I've made it here. <laughs> you know, as or to use Grizz's words, he's smelling himself after it because yeah. he knows he's whipped in a perfect cross. It's on a plate, in fairness. It's a, it's a beautiful cross. Um, I actually thought it was Williams that that whipped it in at first. But it was, yeah, I thought that at the time. But it was... Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a really good cross. But um, the header is, is excellent. Sadio has that has that in, in, in his in his artillery. Yeah. Doesn't he really... He, he loves that sort of blind run in between two players. And, and they couldn't pick it up in fairness. They're only kids. Let, let's uh, let's be honest here. Um, but I, I, thought, I thought he was the only bright one out of the three. Um in, in that first half, and he was the only one trying. I know Minamino was picking up little, little pockets around around the area at times, but there was there was now nothing coming out of him at times. It wasn't until the second half that when we got obviously the the ball players came on that you yeah. saw him sort of picking up different pockets of space and, and being more intricate. Um, as I touched on Salah earlier, lads, I thought he was an absolute disgrace to me. Well, you see, that's that's something that was going to come on to the first half goes on, right, Grizz and. Minamino, Gar just mentioned there, he, he was struggling to get into it. And a lot of people were very critical of him. The, the, look, I'm a fan of Minamino. I don't want any player to, to not make it at Liverpool, you know, whether that's Minamino, whether it's Nico Williams, whether it's Naby Keita, you know, I want them, they're playing for Liverpool, I want yeah, them to do well. Minamino is unlucky because, and I don't know what it is, if the players don't trust him or if it's just the, the natural grade of the other two forwards. Salah wasn't really using them when he was he was shown into positions trying to show in positions to get passes and Salah was just sort of ignoring them and I think Minamino suffering you know people like it's too easy to jump on the Minamino bandwagon I'm not trying to excuse him I thought he grew into the game I think he's a tidy little player he just needs to maybe build up his confidence but you know Salah was wasn't really on it tonight 
what did you make of uh, his first half performance? Or do you know what? Let's not single out Salah. The right hand side. So we mentioned Curtis Jones done a lot of the work over there, and Nico Williams and Salah. How do you think that side of the pitch fared, Grizz, in the first half? Like it's been for the last few games. Um, obviously, Trent's been there for the last few games, and it hasn't been our area of strength, even though we tried to make it more. Nico played more the robo role this time because the more rampaging, the trying mm. to get on the overlap, trying to yeah. get behind. Whereas Milner was more withdrawn and tried to play the football from from the back. First of all, because Milner's not got the legs to do what Robo mm. does, um, so he tried to change, uh, have a different game plan from the right. I, I just thought, I just thought um, Curtis Jones, um, you know, is uh, young. So I'll calm down by tomorrow. I'll have calmed down about Curtis Jones yeah. and I'll have forgotten about it. And I'll remember that he's got the whole career ahead of him and he's going to become a fantastic player. But there's no harm in bollocking a player when he's had a shit one. Mm-hmm. And it's not, and it's not, and it's not because of ability, because as God talked about, he oozes that, that, that ball shows what he's capable of. Yeah. He's an absolute sublime player. He's got the tools to be a sublime player. But I just thought he was casual. I thought I thought I th- it's easy to blame Salah and Minamino and Mane, um, and I, you should blame them. They they weren't brilliant, but I thought the supply from Henderson, Genie, and and Jones was atrocious to them in that first half. And that that little the 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 the, the fellow that came on at halftime showed how it should be done. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's confidence of just playing balls into these players um, instead of going going the safe option always. And I think Jones was selected, or usually is selected, to be the brave one out there. Even though he's the youngest, he's the, he's usually the bravest on the ball. But I thought Genie and Hendo kind of dragged him down, and and that and that's a slight on you know. And, and I'm having a go at Genie and Hendo, and and I think sometimes you know you should call out the senior players. They were the yeah. ones that should have been setting the tempo. And you know the the more times you're going to get the ball to your danger men, the more chances there is of them creating a chance. And I thought Salah and Mane and Minamino just weren't getting the balls in positions of danger. And you have to blame the midfield for that, not the fullbacks. The fullbacks are fullback to find one of the forward players from the fullback area is far harder. Uh, than finding it from a central midfield area, in my opinion, especially the likes of Minimino, who was offering himself plenty of times. So I think it's more Genie and Hendo having really poor first halves than as as opposed to sort of Nico, who I thought Nico tried well when he'd done well. I thought Nico was, you know, fine. I thought Nico showed plenty of energy. I thought he was, you know, ambitious. He kept going. Um, So, I, you know, I don't think I would, really blame Nico for too much. I will, I will say though, Grace, in, in that first half, you, you've you've got that the four and the five bank right straight away. So it's going to be really congested there, right? So in order for us to, you know, to get Jones on the ball a bit more, and, and I and I do agree with you, you know, it's up to Genie. Genie misses two series in the first half. Yeah. Mm. Um, and yeah. it's really congested in there. So we're looking for Jones to obviously do his tricks and, you know, to open up things. It is, and I'm not defending him, right, because we're going through a purple patch and he's going through his purple patch whilst, whilst the team is as, as well, right? And you know I love him, but I'm not defending 
the, the team as a whole in the first half tonight. But you look at that first half, you've got a four and a five just completely banked out at times in that first half. Yeah. It's so congested. But you've also got the problem is Milner's automatically going to be inverted, right? Because he's a right foot. So he's yeah. automatically going to drift in, right? And as you see, Nico is, is trying to be that, you know, that out ball for us to, to bring us a bit wider and to, to upset their shape a bit. But the issue I had with that was Salah was also popping up right beside him too yeah. often. So it was all, it, it was, it, you'd see Salah laying the ball back to him. And th- the automatic thing that was going on there was we're going to lump the ball in. So it was really, really congested for for the likes of Jones to do something in there for what you want them to do. But we then couldn't re- couldn't really go through the middle a lot. If you I get agree me. with you, I agree with you. But then, then the, the 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 conversation drifts towards Klopp. Then why didn't he select Shaq to be the difference maker? He's a total different player to Jones. Yeah, but Did Chris, you- do you not think Jones needed to to get that game? You know, Jones needed. Um, not to get the, you know, Jones has, has been here and Jones has got us to, to now. Shaq hasn't been available. I know he needs runs, but I can sort of understand why Jones got the nod. Now, maybe I'm happy with he could have gone, yeah, maybe he could have gone something different than he could have maybe Hendo. left in your hand, though. Yeah, and I think that might be the you know, show. We're, there. We're, you know, let's not, let's not, sometimes you have to be cold blooded and, and not arrogant, but confident. Like we're yeah. playing a bunch of 17 age olds. We're fucking Liverpool football club. We've got Sadio, we've got Mo, uh, um, Mo playing, uh, you know, we've got Henderson, we've got Fabinho, Milner. We've got enough to control the game. We've got enough to control the midfield for us not to be conservative and play three central midfielders. I thought, Jones wasn't the most advanced. I thought they were playing in a three with Jones and Ginny making runs when they wanted to, when they can. But yeah. there was no runs to be made because we were, play, we were playing in their half with five four, five across the middle. So there's only so much space you can run into. Ginny and Jones, Ginny and Henderson, sorry, not Jones. Ginny and Henderson are the type of midfielders that won't f- pick a pass out or go past a player. They're efficient runners with the ball, um, we'll play it, we'll play the possession game. I thought then Klopp should have been far braver and putting a Shakiri in there to create and to be the difference maker. You know, we've discussed the tactics. Yeah, you're right. But they're so used to playing in that way, Keith. Genie and Hendo know how to play that like the back of their heads because they've played it all their mm-hmm. careers for Liverpool. It's easy. It's the best system in the world. It's got us to how we are, where we are. But when when the front players are not in the form that they are, that have been in, in the past. You need something different, and Shakiri proved that when he came off the bench. Yeah, you know, you, a lot, a lot you, of people are asking about Shakiri in the chat. Well, it's, it's true. If you, there's no point. Him, there's yeah. no point. There's no point having him in the squad when he's fit. Fucking use him. He's never fucking fit. The little he's, turbo. He, do you know what I mean? But when he is confused, well, something different that we don't have, and I, I agree with you, Grizz. I think we should be using him a bit more. Uh, and, and as I said, loads in the chat are saying Shack, 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 Shack. I'm gonna come on to Shack in the in, in in a few minutes, but the game goes on as Gar touched on there. Genie's in getting into the box. He's had two chances that he should really do better on. You know, we we see their keeper makes a save from Fabinho touches along. Is it onto the posty? Does he hit onto the post or he turns it around? And then um, Mane has a shot in the keeper. He makes a couple of good saves, the keeper, in the first half, to be fair to him. He was stinking on the Mane header. It's like he dived after it went by him. But then he he, he grows into the game. Peter, I tried to go across you. You know he had a, uh, a trial at Liverpool. He got injured on the second trial. 
Does he? Well, I'm not surprised <laughs> because I see he's a Hungarian, like, and uh, yeah. I know we had a good link up with a lot of the Hungarian, young Hungarian players. So yeah, he's um, he, he was he was a decent keeper, but he's like he's allergic to Sadio Mane headers because he wasn't great on the second one either, wasn't he? Not, but yeah, apart from that, yeah, he, he, apart from that, he did quite well. But the game goes on. What we're we're getting chances, but we're not exerting ourselves on the game. We're not. We're not. You know. Putting our, we're not putting our stamp on it. We're getting chances. If we'd have gone into our training up, you would have just said, right, minimum expectation. But we don't go into our training up because on 40, 40 minutes or 41 minutes, Aston Villa got a goal. Now, Gard, I'll come to you on this one. You in chats beforehand, you are highlighting Louis Barty as a threat. It's a nice goal. Um, yeah, it's a lovely goal. It's yeah. a lovely goal. A couple of issues on it. Reese Williams, not yep. great. And I think I'm not gonna dig out Quivian Kelleher on this, but when you see the the behind, you know, from Bertie's head on, you see Quivian comes out and makes himself small, makes himself small, and the yep. ball goes to him. Allison had come out and he'd be a big monster there. And it's just I suppose a little he, bit of he, he, he could at times go forward or up Allison and yeah. and take him. Yeah. You know, it's 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 not a criticism of Kelleher because he oh, didn't wrong, but it was just something that I noticed. I thought, he, he, you know, the difference with Allison, who's the you know you can argue was the best keeper in the world, and and a young guy that's only making his way. But it's it's a nice goal. Do you want to talk us through how you felt it? I think the goal, the the ball for to play up to to Barry is absolutely sublime. He, he yeah. sees it, he picks it out straight away. Um, if it was, I know Henderson did it at the start of the season for us, and we all raved about it. Yeah. It, 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 it. Straight away, you can also have a bit of an argument that there's no defensive midfielder there because the two boys are split straight away, and there's no one sitting in front because obviously we've barricaded forward to try and get get a goal. Um, the ball, it's a great ball, I have to say. Um. We've been very, very, very critical of Williams' pace, lads, and it really, really showed there. Um, it was, it was, it was torturous. I know he cuts across him and doesn't want to foul him or whatever, uh, but it was shocking. Um, and it really highlights the need for either another centre half or or something to happen in that position or Matip to stay fit. Uh, but it, but it was awful defending um, from from Williams. Uh, I know we can dig out the keeper a, a bit key though I did think he th- I thought he was uh, he was quite small in the position or he doesn't come out aggressive enough I think yeah. stu- he, he sort of stores when he comes off as well when, when he comes to his box yeah you see him stopping and you're going just go you know put him off make yourself bigger but he just yeah, right, he does he stops and then he sort of I don't know he just gives him yeah. the tag yeah, and yeah. makes up his mind little, little uh, Jordan Pickford arms for a minute yeah, yeah it's true you know, look big you know yeah. go at him like but listen it, it is what it is um, I have to say I, you know, I, I, look, I look a good pass and I thought the pass for Barry yeah. um, was absolutely sublime it was it was on a play for him yeah it was, it was excellent and Grizz like it, it's great for look I know we're Liverpool fans we everybody's heart was in their mouth I know when we can see it and go one all but it's great for that young lad to get that goal you know it's great for them young lads the whole team it's great for the manager to go in a half time one all and not on the back of a scutchery goal that went in off his arse to go in on the back of a well worked goal and a well taken goal it was nice for him wasn't it Chris? Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. (laughs) You love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more.
Yeah, and and look, and and his reaction again was 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 pure, you know, yeah. natural and amazing. It was lovely yeah. to see, and you know, we talk about the romance of the FA Cup. Well, yeah. that was it right there. You know, a young kid apparently born like five six miles away from the ground, and come yeah. trees playing the best team in the world. Um, you know, against up against some of his possibly some. You know, I wouldn't think Liverpool. Many he's, he's got many heroes in Liverpool, but you know, some some great players that he thought of, and you know, and and it was a tidy fish. I mean, I know Kelleher, but Kelleher is, a, again, a kid who's learning the trade. Yeah. You know, he's not as physically intimidating. Yeah. He's, he hasn't got that aura. He hasn't got that coverage of Alisson. Um, yeah. But he'll get that. I think he was more worried about getting nutmegged. Did you just notice how his legs yeah. were yeah. Yeah. He, he sort of, yeah, he made himself small because he was weirdier than not. And the best keepers don't worry about that. See, the best well, keepers... It's because not going to dig isn't it? No, it's just highlighting something. No, it's, that just, yeah, it's something to work yeah. on, you know. Yeah. It's something to work on. And... You know, he. <clears throat> some would say he made it easy for him, but it was a tidy finish still. And you know, he and and that kid loved it, and he will never forget that day. So, yeah. you know, that's his romance of the FA Cup for him. That's it. Yeah. And the yeah, the reaction of the whole team to the goal, like take our Liverpool hat off for a minute. It was it was nice to see. Now, it was the magic of the cup? Has there been any mention of Aston Villa disrespecting the cup by putting out a weakened team? No, no one has mentioned that. Have, no, I haven't seen. No, I haven't seen that. You know, it's, um, that's that must be on your reserve for us, then, is it? When we do yeah, it, exactly. joking aside, all joking aside, they go in at one, 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 everybody's losing their shit. You know, WhatsApps are hopping everywhere, I'm getting messages left, right, and center. It wasn't an ideal way to finish the half, but we didn't really deserve We We didn't put our foot on the throat of these young lads, we got what we deserved out of the game. And there's a change at halftime, and Look, we all know who comes on and we all know he's the player that, let's be honest, we all want to see now. Mm. You know, we, we all want to see him playing in every possible chance we can get to see him. But Henderson is the one who makes way. What did you make of that? Because there was a super chat up there earlier about him. Grizz, do you, you know, are you worried about Henderson's form? Uh, I'm worried about the amount of games... Um, his him and Ginny having, having to play in the amount of minutes yeah. due to the lack of mm. other options like Keita and Ox and Tiago. You know they've just not been around. Um, we 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 assembled this squad so that we can sort of have quality every time we 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 rest Henderson or or rotate Henderson. We're not able to do that. He has to play again and again and again. Um, I think it's a fatigue issue. He just doesn't have to have the same drive and energy at the moment. And when you're f- slightly fatigued and the energy isn't there, then your brain doesn't work as fast as all naturally. And, you know, I've always said Henderson, Henderson's passing, I've always said it, even when people were going mad, mad at him, you know, a couple of years ago, I've always said Henderson's passing is always relative to his confidence. And his fitness levels always, always, always. When Hendo's fit and confident, he pulls out passes, and you think, "Fuck, you know, do that all the time." You can't. Do you know what I mean? But when he's not, he looks he looks an absolute clogger out there. And today was one of those games. He absolute was 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 stinking the gaff out in that first or forty five minutes. Just you know, and and it's a sign of the whole team. It's not just Henderson. Everyone is playing it safe. Only Sadio is trying to do things. In that whole team, you know, Sadio's trying, and he's not—he's not—he's he's failing, 
But at least he's trying. No, <laughs> no oh, yeah. it's not working oh, for him. Boy, I agree with you 100%. He's trying exactly. to make things happen. He's trying to make things happen. He's the only one who's doing something different. Yeah. You know, Genie and Henderson won't do that. And until they're at the, at the most confident and they are most fittest, I certainly don't think either of them are at their most confident or fittest. And then it's, 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 it's showing in their play. I mean, the Genie chances he missed. You know, I know he scores a nice goal in the end, but, you know, Ginny scores that for Holland. Ginny's vibrant for Holland. Ginny's confident in that Holland team. Ginny knows, you know, what he's going to do. You know, with, with Liverpool, when he gets in that penalty area, he seems to just lose his cool and it's not like him. Mm. But um, I know you asked about Henderson, but I just drifted. I just think the package, Keith, uh, you know, it's just they, they come as a package, in my opinion. In this team, they're the fulcrum, they're the engine of this team. Um, and they help each other to help us. And, you know, I thought both of them were, were really poor. Yeah, indeed. Dinesh Karoy puts in a super chat. Thanks very much, Dinesh. Evening, gentlemen. The Mo Salah and Sadio Mane body language is not good. There is a problem within both of them. Klopp needs to sort out the problem. Gar, do you think there's a problem with them? Do you think there's an issue there between the two lads? Or are you reading too much into it? Because well, Dinesh it, makes a good point. Listen, it's a good point. Uh, but I did say, in fairness, Mane uh, hits a chance. I think it's deflection that goes over a corner. And he actually taunt, he bypasses Salah. And he actually says sorry to him. Because I think he has a chance to lay it off to him. So... No, I don't think I don't think the issue. I think it's something that probably gets hyped up a bit too much. I don't think the issue is there. Um, is major. They're, listen, that's they're both centre forwards. Uh, or sorry, Dinesh. They're both centre forwards. They're both greedy. They both want to score a lot of goals. And I'm sure there's you know that bit of competition between them as well, which should be between every top striker or every world class centre forward uh, to beat each other. Goals was you know that's that's part and parcel of. Uh, being, being a yeah. world class player, um, yeah, in my opinion, um, yeah, yeah, there you go, and that just adds to it. Um, but no, I don't think I, I did spot a couple of times there was a bit of interaction between them. So, uh, uh, listen, I know we've spoken about the, the Salah thing the last couple of games and the snippets coming out in the press and the little leaks that, uh, from uh, the Real side of things as well. So Listen, that's probably going to take a bit of momentum in the summer, we'd imagine. Um, Operation Mbappe begins then. <laughs> Chris, you can tell us more closer to the time, I'm sure. Uh, but no, no, listen, I think I think we all know where this is going, lads. Let's let's be 100% honest here. If if we don't end the season well, um, I think it goes. Um, but it's all beginning too early. Uh, the captaincy thing as well. So there's obviously a problem with him in his own head and, and his agent as well as uh, uh, Rami, I think his name is. I think he's known for stoking up a few things here and there. We've seen we've seen what he's done with the Egyptian FA in the past uh, over the, the whole the sponsorship thing and all before. So listen, just leave until we, we need to worry about ourselves as at the moment. And Salah, I suppose, needs to worry about himself at the moment. And I suppose his, his status amongst the the world's best at the moment and if he wants to continue on that vein and get his move potentially he wants he want to just cop onto himself and, and start being the salad that he has been the last one friend of the show Stefan thinks were and he's doing it in cap so he must be angry I feel this game has been <laughs> way too over critique lads well, cop on for it's, well, it's the we only, reaction show, yeah, exactly we've only reached the first 45 minutes we're, we're, we're about to sort of 
utilize over the second half and, and one man yeah, in particular. Yeah. So look, yeah. sometimes you've got to call a spade a spade. Sometimes you've got to be real about Liverpool. I know we've been on this crest of a wave and, and the last two, yeah. three years and the trajectory of this club is, is something to behold. And, it, you know, it'll probably never happen again, you know, in our lifetimes, you know, the season we had last season. But there's nothing wrong in sometimes sort of looking beyond that and, and calling it for what it is. You know, you can excuse, you know, you can excuse off days in the Premiership. It's the hot Premier League. It's the hardest Premier League. It's the hardest league in the world. But for me, I will not accept. And, you know, I'm saying it like fucking anyone gives a shit what I think. But I'm just giving my opinion. Like, I would never... I couldn't enjoy that first 45 because not mm. because of who, you know, not because of, you know, what the situation of the game was, but I thought, you know, going into that game on the back of the criticism we've already received, you know, the attitude, I don't give a shit if we're playing 15 year olds. Where's the home? Bang, bang three, yeah. four goals. Yeah. Yeah. And then we discuss, oh, they were sweet. They were cool. We couldn't motivate them. They were lovely. Fuck, you know, some of them were kids out there, Keith. And we well, were grown up, you know, some of, some of our players are some of the you say it there, Peter Middleton is trying to comment in. Villa fan here, welcome, Peter. Um, well done, you lot. Job done. But we are very proud of our youngsters. Average age of 17, a youth team. Brilliant. Well, Peter, we've been giving them credit. You know, and I think a lot of Liverpool fans have been giving you credit. I yeah. think they've done you proud. It was an excellent performance. And look, he's got beaten. He's got beaten 4 1. You've some talented young players in that team talented young players and the future looks bright for Aston Villa is what I would say judging on that tonight there's some really really talented players mm -hmm. in that that you set up and fair play to them they really do well and Peter you're welcome in here you know any fans are welcome in here I want Absolutely. to keep respectful we we welcome everyone in that's not See, um, I'm gonna call I'm, I'm gonna call out this uh fella who's no I've noticed you know because I'm very sharp like this Dan Jay where's this yeah. comment again he's always having a go at me this fella for some reason but you know he's probably my neighbor you know, and you know, I'll probably keep him up all night. Uh, but the, the, uh, I haven't once said, and I'll never, never, you'll never hear me screaming out, clop, uh, clop out. And I'm not auditioning for AFTV. Um, ah, you know, you channels, exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I fucking barely can audition for the day trippers. <laughs> but um, all of them are fit enough to wear the shirt. I've never once ever yeah. doubted that. But if you really enjoyed that first 45 minutes and you really think there was nothing wrong in that first one, mate, you're the most deluded person in this chat right now. If you think that there was nothing wrong with that 45 minutes, everything was fine. The teamwork was there, the team spirit, the team attitude, the pace of our game was fine. Then my friend, you was watching a total different game to me. But anyway, I'll chat to you after. It's probably in the garden. I know you're my neighbor. <laughs> Before we move on to the second half, we have 410 roughly people watching us. We have 125 likes. We hate asking for likes, but it does help the show grow. It helps put us out into other people's um, feeds and stratospheres and all that stuff. Because I'm watching and you like what we do. Just hit the thumbs up button and it, it does help our show. It does help us grow. But we'll move on. Second half starts. Um, Grizz, come back to you. Second half kicks off. Thiago is in. We're all happy to see that. How do you think the second half starts off? Uh, more like it, wasn't it? Um, you know, it showed that it wasn't only pissed off with that first half. Klopp was fucking pissed off. And you could see, you know, he's, he's, had, a, he's had a right go at them. And the tempo, it's all about the tempo, playing inferior position. Your speed of pass, your touch, your control will be, has to be better than theirs. That's why you're playing for Liverpool Football Club. 
Yeah. So you have to trust your speed of pass into your fellow player. He's got to trust his control and touch. And then everything comes to plan. And it helps when you've got the most creative central midfield player in world football coming on. Um, there were some rumours of him starting. Either way, you know, it was always going to get 45 minutes or so trying to get him back into sort of the speed of things. And I thought he just majestic, absolute majestic, an absolute maestro. I mean, to be honest with you, I can't really remember a lot of the goals because I was just totally concentrating on him um, for the rest of the 45 minutes. It was just, it was just Tiago watch for me and fantastic. Just I can't, I wish he was, hope, hope, hope he stays fit for the rest of the season. We could be for a, a brilliant second half. Yeah, he does make the difference. Um, the, it starts off, Gar. The you know the tempo is lifted. Does it's a much better um, tempo that while we're going at in the second half. And Thiago does change things, doesn't he? Like as a player, his style of play is something we brought him in in the summer. We we made our transfers. I thought very shrewdly in the summer, and none of them have worked out yet for one reason or another. Well, yeah. one injury. One reason, yeah. One reason injury to all of them. Um. But what he's shown, when we start pouring, when we start motoring and he's pouring in that midfield, it's going to be a new dynamic because it's punchy little balls at pace into the front that we weren't getting from our other midfielders. Jordan Henderson, I'm not going to slag Jordan Henderson, I'm a huge Hendo fan, but he's the worst culprit recently for these little shitty floaty balls into yeah, the backs yeah. that were not. It's Hendo that's doing 90% of them. And you saw the difference in the, the, the distribution when Thiago came in. You know, He's, he's an exceptional, exceptional player guard, isn't he? And the difference, though, and we say, it, me and you are lucky, uh, Graves, I'm sure he saw it when he was coaching El Nino FC, me and you are lucky to watch watch a couple of kids in that position. You know, yeah. we haven't got the play over here, but when they can do it, they make space. They always make that extra five yards himself. And we have a young guy, Grizz, that that seems to do, has 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 this down to a T, right? Make that foot. He doesn't go out far out right like Henderson does, obviously for the for the floaties. He's generally in between the lines of the box, but he's always making five yards. But the thing about it is, he knows where the ball's going before it's coming. So he's he's you know he's scanned. He's the ball comes into him, it's gone right. The ball comes in, it's gone left. The ball comes into him, it's 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 a twenty yard ball over to a fullback who, who's going to try and try and take them out that way. He's really he's doing everything with the ball to to orchestrate them, pulling them out of positions. Whereas the first half, it's slow. It's take an extra touch. The Villa lad gets back back into position. It, it, it's it, that extra stuff. We spoke about it. That extra touch. But just with him, the ball comes in and, and it's gone. It's about having that picture, isn't it? Before, before, these, these kids have to think, shit, where's this ball going? Whereas the fourth bit, and I know, I think Gav said it in the group, it becomes predictable. And the first half is so predictable in that passing. And you bring this guy on and Jesus Christ, lads. You know, if uh, I'm sure Cordes Jones... I would hope he just sits, stood on that pitch for a few minutes and goes, Jesus Christ, I know what I need to do in that position now. Because Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Okay, Jones, I wish Jeannie and Hendo watched that. Oh, yeah, no, we know. Cordes is sort of a player. Chris, who you yeah, would yeah, imagine yeah. sort of be, you know, more like for like for him in the future, you know, who can sort of pull, pull strings like that in, in the future. And it was just an absolute pleasure to watch. You, Listen, you I, know, 
I know Sorry. it's against kids, right? I know it's against kids, right? But you know, just watching the player himself, uh, we're yeah. all football fans at the end of the day. You know, t- as you say, take your Liverpool hat off. Watching a goal like that and just come and pull the strings. And we saw it when he was with Bayern lads. It's unbelievable to watch. It, it, it's a joy to watch. We've we've seen Xavi and he has to do it for years. Yeah. It, it's an absolute pleasure to watch. And we don't get to see this. And, and we always praise, you know, the, the Zidane's of this world and uh, the, the forward players who bang in all the goals. But these boys who can just control the tempo, hold the strings, the football men understand these boys are, you know, it's it's ridiculous to watch. It's a you joy to watch. That. You know, uh, football men will understand, but football players will also understand that for him to shine, he's not the type of player anymore because he's getting into his 30s now. And he's not the type of player that will uh, often, he will still do it. He's still got the capabilities eh, mm. of taking two, three players on and putting into the top corner. He can still do it, but he's not going to do that as often as he used to in his younger Mm. days uh, when he was very capable of doing that. What he needs and will need is the rest of his teammates to be on his wavelength. Now, now that sounds disrespectful to the other other players and say, well, they've got us to this level. How dare I say they've got to be on his wavelength? Well, that's Mm. how fucking good and and important he is to this team right now. And you could see... It wasn't much and it was absolutely against kids before people start saying, calm down, guys. You know, now you're going overboard yeah, with your yeah, praise. Yeah. After the first half of, yeah. You know, I was going mad criticism this first half and now I'm going overboard. But you saw glimpses of his interplay with Bobby. And Bobby's the one player who probably as quick as him in the brain, in the yeah. head. Yeah. You know, and this is where the likes of uh, um, uh, Mane and Salah will have to come to life. Shakiri, you saw it as well. A couple of bits of play with 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 Bobby, Shaq, and Tiago, where you know that they're on the same wavelength. Mm. And 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 if you and and the way you've described Tiago, where the other the opposition doesn't know where the ball's going next. Imagine if you got two or three of them on the same yeah. wavelength, and that's yep. where you get through these fucking. You know, buses that have been parked up against oh, yeah. us. You know what? Before we move on, before we move on, Dinesh is at the throne in a super chat there again. Thanks very much, Dinesh. We appreciate all the support. Um, we need a player like Coutinho playing with Thiago. Would you take Coutinho back? I would take him back. He will add more power to our team. I'll start off here. I wouldn't take him back unless he was free. Okay. I'm. I, I get what you're saying, and it's something that, you know, as as, as Grizz has touched on there, the more quality you have in around them on that wavelength, the better. You know, I, I don't know if Coutinho is the answer, but I do understand that sort of creative player. Grizz, would you agree with that, that we need someone of that ilk? Or do you think when Shaq came on, we saw that type of, you know, little bit of cleverness, little bit of goil that we didn't see? We, we've got our version all... The, this ver- not version, but we've got his replacement in Shaq. In terms of, it wasn't meant to be his replacement, but Shaq can do that role. Yeah. If Klopp wanted a player like that to fulfill that role, if you know what I mean. So yeah. when people say why isn't Shaq playing and whatever, you know, Klopp has got a certain way of playing for this Liverpool team, and Shaq is on the periphery of it. I think Phil Coutinho would be the same. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, Coutinho is a wonderful technician, and you know, I'm not going to say. No, I wouldn't have Coutinho back. But I think we've got players in our squad like that. If Klopp was to sort of feel that that's needed for his team and for his philosophy, that's what I'll say. You yeah. know, Shaq's there, Thiago's there, mm. Cater's there, 
um, and Curtis Jones even to an extent, you know, all very similar to Phil Coutinho. Now, I know we saw the glory in, well, at the moment we're reminiscing about the glory in Phil Coutinho in his last season. It's a long time but, since it's but, been there. Exactly. A, this team has evolved and B, you know, Coutinho wasn't as consistent as we're probably remembering now. He's, you know, yeah. it's possibly we're remembering his last season, but there was a lot of iffy games with Phil as well. And I think that's how Klopp feels with Shaq. He hasn't got the confidence maybe or confident in, in him to start every game and play that role that we think Phil Coutinho would play for us. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a good point, guard, isn't it? Like, where does Coutinho, not, not Coutinho, let's not Coutinho, but where does a Coutinho player fit into this team? You know, it's a hard one to, to get in, isn't it? Because midfield players have to work their bollocks off and the forwards have to be light and quick. Yeah, and Chris just touched on something there. He did have a lot of inconsistent games and I, I always point back to it that Coutinho always drifted out left. Yeah. And, and in, in the way, in, in the involvement, uh, as Grizz has said, proper football man, you Grizz, you know that. Um, in that involvement, you know, if he keeps drifting out left, you're having to play two hold midfielders basically all the time because you've got someone completely gone missing from the centre mid. And, and that's why we, we've had that player who can obviously dip, dip around the centre and go left and right when need be. Not someone who drifts out left, cuts in off his right. And he was he was predictable. He did it very well. But he always just cut in from that side and it always pinged into the top corner and fairness him. Hasn't done it in a few years because things haven't worked out very, very well for him. Yeah. Um, because he hasn't evolved with, with maybe the managers of systems that have happened at Bayern and, and at um, Barca at the time as well. Um, he wanted to go and beat this Iniesta at, at Barcelona. He's, he's not that player. No. Klopp has said that. Klopp has said that he's not that type of player. He, he's he not when he heard yeah, that they yeah. wanted him to place. But, 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 but um, lads, I've brought this. I've brought this comment up, and and we've totally it's totally slipped my mind as well. And we've we've possibly started off negatively, but we're we're coming to near the end of the show, and we want to end up on positives. And this yeah. and Jono makes an amazing point. He says the one player who will be a monster with Thiago is Jota. He makes the most best intelligent yeah. runs on this team and he's also our best finisher doesn't need six chances to score a goal maybe there's a dig in there at Mane and Mo but Mane and Mo are fucking amazing off the ball runners so I'm not gonna you know put them down yeah. because they're fucking sensational off the ball but this fella he's right Jota to come back into this team to give them that sort of competition levels of competition to keep them on their toes and a fully fit Thiago is something every Liverpool fan should be fucking looking forward to to this oh, last yeah. you know second sector of the of the season and you know it, it will come good I'm not sitting here having a go at sort of our manager and our team and we're doomed and we're fucked and all that no we're not we're having a bad patch but we saw glimpses and these players coming back will Absolutely help in, yeah. in putting and getting back on track. Being injured and out of form is not helping us. You know, when you, you make a great point there, when Jota comes back, him and uh, Thiago will link up. And we've said about Bobby Firmino and Thiago will link up. Well, when Trent <laughs> is back in his in his normal state of play and Robbo, Robbo. Trent from the left, Trent from the right, you've Trent from the centre, you have forwards running. You know, it, it'll all come back, it'll all click. It's just a matter of when. Before we will rattle through these, the these goals right before we finish up. So on the hour mark, Genie scores puts us 2-1 up. I think a lot of people were relieved. Minamino gets a nice little assist on it, you know, a little yeah. touchback, a little set. And they're the little things you have to take for him. You know, people are saying, people are critical. Jonathan in the chat earlier was like, oh, he's been here the year. 
he's a flop, he's this, he's that. Give him time, you know. It's a big cultural change for him. He needs time. You know, he's not going to set the world alight at the moment, but but he will. I think he will come good. He goes straight off after that, right? So Genie gets a nice goal, right? It was a nice goal. He goes straight off for that, after that, and Bobby comes on for Cortis, and Shaq comes on for Tacky. We get a couple more goals then to kill the game, 63-65. So we're in the space of five minutes, the game is gone. But I want to talk about Shaqiri. He was excellent when he came on. And it frustrates the bollocks out of me because you see these cameos and you just want them to do it more often. Gar, what, what do you think? Like He's a player that he has what we're crying out for. He's the best, in my opinion, he's the best free kick taker at the club, right? Trent's too inconsistent with his free yeah, kick. Yeah, agree, yeah. An absolute brilliant set-piece taker. Yeah. He's got that bit of goyle and craft. And there was games earlier on in the season, he came in and he, he, he a couple of true balls to Jota when Jota was scoring as well. He, he does have that bit of goyle, doesn't he, that, that we probably crying out for at the moment. And, and he's and he's always had it, lads. The, the, always that thing of it seems to when he goes away internationally. Yeah. Um, I've read that it's it's you know there's a, a thing it regards planes and his calves not reacting to flights and stuff like that. And listen, it could be true because you know we've always been, we've all been on planes and your legs have been in bits after a long yeah. flight. Um, you know, and I'm sure the size of his. You know the size of his legs are probably the size of three of our heads put together at times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know there could, be, <laughs> there could be a link there. To be fair, uh, but Jesus, Keith, so intricate, so quick. Again, he's he's that Thiago type player, but he's 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 two minutes ahead of people in regards of ball. It's intricate. It's little passes here and there. You're taking people out of shape, and they hated that. And we yeah. don't have that out of Genie and Hendo, and that's not slagging them because they are totally different players. So I'm not having a pop boy by, uh, uh, by any means. Uh, but he's got that intricacy. He's got that level of of, of eliteness. It's an uh, it's only a pity that he can't the guy can't stay fit because Jesus Christ, what a you know what a talent he could have been. Yeah, and it'll be a pity if we look back when eventually when he does live and go, you know, and and consistently, you know, you know. He had the chance at Munich. He's had the chance elsewhere. He's gone to Stoke. He's played as a right winger at Stoke uh, in France in a four-four-two and done very well. Um, but what, I don't want to look back and go, "What could have been?" Because he certainly got potential. But but we, we've heard lads. He's he's nearly gone two or three times. So uh, and Klopp, yeah, he's still there. And uh, you know, he doesn't seem to be the type. You don't hear about news interviews all the time about him pissing and moaning. I'm not in the side. I'm not here. Listen, he does pick up injuries, and there's been quotes before from Klopp in regards of his injuries. But I, I don't want to look back and him go, "What could have been?" When I'm there is, a, I think there's a role there from as, as great Grizz touched on a minute ago. There's definitely a role within that squad from Grizz. Do you think Shakiri needs to be the the big fish in the small pond? To, to thrive do, do you think the, the bit part role doesn't suit him to get the obviously to get the best out of him or do you just think we're not using him enough yeah as you was talking and you know this is what happens when two football men start thinking I was thinking exactly what you just I knew you were going to ask me that question and I was thinking that at the same time and I was thinking that about you know uh, the big fish big big fish in the small pond did you say that's the right yeah. way around yeah okay <laughs> I don't want to end up saying something else. But look, it possibly it possibly is. I mean, if you look throughout his career, one thing about one thing that stands out is 
at none of his careers did he have one set position. Yeah. And that's that stands out. Yeah. Yeah. The top, top elite managers um, always have a way of playing, a system, a, a, a one set of way of playing, and they need personnel to fit that system. So he's had to choose which clubs he goes to that. And he should have had a look at their systems and how he fits in. I, it seems like his, he hasn't had enough conversations with top elite coaches to say, look, I'm coming to you, but where will I play? Apart from Stoke. Yeah. You know, apart from Stoke, where I don't know, I can't remember. Can you know who the manager was? At Stoke, when he had his, you know, you Pulis. know I can't remember. Was it Pulis, was it? Wasn't it? Was it, was it Pulis? Pulis I'm could not sure. They brought in a stack could of have been Yules, was it? Was it? didn't they? Bojan yeah. and... It, is, uh, yeah. it could be. Could have been but Yules. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if anyone knows in the chat uh, who was the Stoke manager that sort of found a John position for... There, you'd, be, you'd be shocked if Shaq enjoyed being the big fish at Stoke. Well, maybe not at Stoke, John, but I'm sure there, there's a club for him, you know, that he could be maybe Billy Big Balls at, but... Yeah, you know, I, think the consens- I think the consensus of the of the chat says it was Mark Hughes. Um, Hughes, you know, some, yeah, Hughes. Yeah. yeah, so, so look, it's so frustrating because the talent's there and he can be the difference maker. And... From a Liverpool fan point of view, I want the best players, the most technically gifted players to be around Liverpool still. I want them to stay at Liverpool because the more options you've got, the more quality in, and variety of attackers that you've got, the better for the manager. It's just he needs to be to be an option for Klopp. And then it's down to Klopp utilises him. Now, I've got absolute faith in, in, in Klopp where and when to use Shakiri, you know, in, in the season where he scored the winner against Man United and, and, and he, you know, he came off the bench and, and played a, quite a, a vital role in a lot of the games. In fact, he, you know, he was in the, in the, in the magical Barcelona comeback, he was pivotal. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So there is hundred percent a place for Shakiri in this squad. Um, but it's all about sort of keeping fit and being, being an option. Um, and that's the frustrating part. Um, and finding a position on the pitch, look, good players can find positions on the pitch. Good players can know where to create space, where to where to create chances, you know, and he's got the vision and intricate passing to be, you know, a, a very good option for Liverpool. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Gar, what is his position? What's his best position? I think it's the one he came on tonight, Keith. That that one in front of in a tree in a midfield where he has a yeah. bit of license to roam. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's in a front. I don't think it's in a front tree because no. in the, the way air front tree plays, it, it wouldn't suit him. Uh, I think it, the way he plays at the top at the focal point of of a midfield tree is. is Perfect. Uh, he can he can pop up around different positions. He can he can he can bring forwards into play that that bit easier. One thing, one thing there is though is internet gone. Is it now back? Uh, you've also that that thing that and listen, we know and I'm going a bit off track here, but Pepper's done something with the Bruyne at the moment that I think would be perfect for Shaq. 
in, in, in that, you know, he's given that free role as a number nine. Sort of in a roundabout way, like Bobby plays, uh, but Bobby has to do a lot defensively as well in fairness to him, and he does it hugely. If you are giving him that freedom, and we know Shaq's not going to defend for you, right? We know. Yeah. Um, but he is a difference, mate. He could do that role um, without us, you know, having to rely on him to uh, do a lot of defensive work, um, to be fair. Um, but listen, you haven't the coat, you have. The only thing I would go against that guy is I would want Shakiri facing the goal as opposed to facing his back towards the goal because he's got that shot in him where he doesn't need that back lift, uh, you know, and 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 that's absolutely crucial. That you know when you're when you're facing a pack defense, he can pop off a shot without much. Back Grizz, lift. Grizz, and the Bruin, the Bruin is not playing much with his back to goal mount. And that's, I suppose, the point, isn't it? It's it's creating that little. It's not giving the traditional. You're not saying to him. You're going as annoying there. It, it's yeah, lads, yeah, lads, I don't think yeah, lads. Pep's created that role for Kevin De Bruyne a because he hasn't got no fit strikers at the moment, <laughs> right? And and b Kevin De Bruyne at his levels, right? In my opinion, oh, and he's yeah, big. he's not good at. Him. Yeah. he's big, big and powerful, and he's yeah, and he's a he's powerful dope. runner. Yeah, yeah. yeah Shakiri is a powerful runner in sort of sort of ten meter sprints. Kind of thing, you know, yeah. yeah, I'll give him ten. Right, but you know what I mean. So it's a difficult, it's a different role he would be asked to yeah. play. I think he's perfect in that. Any of those three behind the one, when we, if we were, if we played that four-two-three-one, but we're not playing that enough, in my opinion. That's what I'm trying to get to. Is the game passing boy the likes of Shakiri and and let's say Mesut Ozil as well, who, you know, they're a number ten. In my opinion, he's a number ten. He, he's a player that that can do a job out wide, but he get him into them central areas. And he, he has the intricacy. And the game is going, you know, to the 4-2-3, or the 4-2-3-1 even is sort of becoming now the 4-3-3, or the, you know, the the formations are changing, and everyone's sort of moving away from that. Um, nobody wants the passenger in there as a number 10 anymore, you know, and it, it, it maybe that's what Shaq is suffering from. Dinesh is after throwing in another super chat. Thanks very much, Dinesh. Before we finish up, when we get our centre-backs, our boy one, and Fabinho back in midfield, when all fit, we have different options to throw our teams forward. The future is looking good. And look, it's an excellent point, but when, you know, when will that happen? Yeah. You know, yeah. When, when will that, when will we get the, the bodies in? Grace, do you have an, do you think we'll be doing business or what, what do you think is going to be happening? I'm not trying to put you under pressure, put you on the spot. No, you can do that. I, I don't fall under pressure, you know me. I don't buckle under pressure. No, we what, what, what we're gonna we leave the um, the transfer chat for Tuesday's show, I think. But but generally, um, look, he's got a point. Dinesh has got a point that you know we are missing Fabinho in that central midfield. You know, it's just unfortunate, lads. It's it's just it's just mad, isn't it? How the fuck have we yeah, got yeah. three centre backs out? You know, and and two of them out for the season. Well. Sorry, Gomez out for the season. You know, Virgil van Dijk. We're going to have some good news on Virgil van Dijk, in my opinion. Um, but it's mad. It's how unlucky can you get? Uh, you know, he's an absolute enforcer in midfield. <coughs> Excuse me. He's an absolute enforcer in midfield. And surely, of course, we're going to miss someone like that. But it's just unfortunate. Yeah. Grizz is struggling there. <coughs> Sorry. This must be that. Yeah. Must be the chips out there at halftime. That could be it. Yeah. That could that could well be it. Yeah. Um, the more angry I feel, I get the more chips I eat. So you know, it's natural. Yeah, indeed. But like lads, we'll finish up, right? So the the game ends four one. Um, 
how do you feel at the end, Gary? Do you, do you think it's a, a fair result? Um, what's your overall riding opinion on on that game at the end? Yeah, listen, you, you, I think at the end of that game, you just right off the first half. Um, you, you don't want to become angry. And, and I know, Grace, it's... It, you, you're, know, we, we did touch on nerves earlier, but you're angry because you know you should be putting them to the sword and, and you should be putting them chances away. But listen, uh, the changes, we, we get that excitement of seeing Thiago get another 45 minutes under the belt, because, uh, get back to fitness as well. Um, and, and he's shown, you know, he's given us all a taste again of, of what he's going to do in coming games. Please God, there's no breakdowns like that. Um, Shaq, I thought was outstanding when he came on. So there was a lot of positive, that's a lot of positives, uh, to take away in the second half. Uh, to be fair, uh, Bobby came on and, and he just did things that Bobby does naturally. Um, move centre halves around. Um, I know there's not a, there's not there's one person in particular that's not a big fan of him, but uh, listen, you know he shows what he does tonight. And listen, I know they tired etc. And listen, we can go back the age thing again, but you know we've we've brought on some guys and and they've shown why we need to bring them on. In fairness, um, and and they've done the job. So listen, I'm happy enough about it to be honest with you. Yeah, and Chris, what about yourself? You happy with the the outcome at the end of it? You know, all things. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think Klopp's cleverer than we we, we give him credit yeah. for. I yeah. think, I think, I think that he done that second half just to bring on Shaq and and, and the main man Tiago just to give us a glimpse of you know um, what's to come for the rest of the season and sort of end in a good mood as opposed to vile mood after that first forty five minutes that I was certainly in and the majority of the people that I speak to were in. Um, so yeah. Loads of things to look forward to. Um, and listen, we know we beat uh, that scum um, next weekend and, and everything's rosy in the garden again. We, 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 we beat Man United and, and um, you know, everything's looking f- very, very, very good again. Um, you know, we're getting our players back. Um, we'll have a f- hopefully, you know, more players coming back in the next few weeks. Um, you know, Matip and, and Jota, a couple of weeks, three weeks away, um, and I think we could have a, a. I think we could have a tremendous end to this season, um, and next and then starting from next week. Yeah, I mean, something I've said, and I could end up with bleeding absolute egg on my face. If you're going to have a blip and you're going to have a shitty period, do it now when you're on top of the league, I suppose, and you have that bit of leeway. Don't start the season slowly because then you you're playing catch up. And don't yeah. end the season badly and get bleeding skinned. Do it now. Get the players back. Maybe I'm being too optimistic. I don't know. Maybe I am. I'm an optimist like that. But let's try and kick on. We're not playing well. Let's not make any bones about it. We played Aston Villa's under 18th tonight. We got the win. Great for Aston Villa. We've said that. Great for them to get the goal. You saw it. It was actually lovely to see their reaction to getting that goal. But at the end, we 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 upped the game and we you know we looked good in the second half. In fairness, without without really punishing a team of of youth, but we have to kick on against United you know, next week. You know, we, we really do. Yeah. We have to we have to put a marker down. And we've done it in the past. We Spurs came to us as the pretenders and we put them to bed. You know, let's do it to United. You know, United are playing very well, but they're not a leading. They're not a super team. They're not a great team. I don't care what anyone says. They're, they're playing okay. I'm not overly worried about them. I think they, you know, they, they're they're getting good results, but they they're getting results. They're getting the look that we're not getting. You know, they're having nil alls, and then they're getting a dodgy penalty to get them a one nil. Whereas we're the opposite. 
Ward not getting the blade in the decisions. Yeah. And we're the ones then dropping points. So look, there's not much between the two teams in all fairness. A bit of luck, maybe. But we start from next next week and we get a, a good win against them. It'll be nice. So look, we'll wrap it up there. Before I finish, you see the ticker going across the, the bottom of the screen. Hashtag Keen Strong, the go for me. The details are in the show description. If you can go on. Look, we're not asking people to, to donate. We know times are tough out there. If you can, excellent. But even if you can't, if you can share the message, share the tweet, just to get that young lad out there. He's only he's only a year old brain cancer at, at, at six months you know so it's an awful thing anyone that has kids i'm sure can can you know sympathize with that but we're not looking for people to put their hands in their pockets if they want brilliant that's that's great but we're going to be doing stuff in the in the coming weeks to help out as well so look if you can share the message that'd be even brilliant so look before i finished up i just wanted to say that so look lads we're into the half for the next round happy days you know club's probably fuming about it but what can you do Grizz, thanks very much for joining me tonight. No problem, mate. I love joining you. I know. Well, we don't really join. You know, we're we're all one big happy family here. It's just when I do the talk, and I thank no you doubt. for coming. Obviously, no yeah. doubt. No doubt. And and guard as well. Thank you very much for coming on tonight, pal. Thanks, lads. Great. I have to say, the the beard work tonight is absolutely fantastic, lads. I have to say, we 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 looking when it's compared to leading the Sultan over there with his little number that's on. Yeah, re, re, I really agree. So I really, really like the Sultan stuff. It's 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 a sexy oh, yeah. look, bro. And the hat, is, yeah. the hat goes well. The yeah, the, yeah. the night gear, yeah, yeah, the no, night gear jumper. Sure. Um, yeah, keep it coming. A pair, coming, coming, a pair yeah, of yeah. my Troy Colour Air Max now, one year ago. Absolutely <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, pal. <laughs> but look, as we said, we've got the win. We This has been the red reaction. It's not been the the best performance in the world, but it's a it's a win at the end of the day. Fair play to everyone involved. We'll be back on Sunday with the Fatback 4, and we'll see us all again soon. Ain't no place like a cowboy place. Ain't no town like a cowboy town. Ain't no way like the cowboy way, have a cowboy kind of day, yeah. Try the new Big Sky Burger at Roy Rogers. It's Smithfield pulled pork, beer battered onion rings, American cheese and spicy barbecue sauce on a Kaiser bun. Have a cowboy kind of day at Roy's, ain't no way you're going wrong, hey, yeah. DoorDash and Uber Eats available at participating restaurants. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.